Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Blondes World podcast with me your host Vicky. This is actually officially the first podcast episode of 2023. Um, now I haven't actually podcast podcasted or recorded in a while now and I do apologise for that. I've just had a lot going on in my personal life um, some of which I will explain in future episodes some of which isn't necessary to. But I am back. I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to record at least one podcast a week or at least every two weeks. That's my kind of goal. So I want to have like a minimum of two up every month this year. But we'll see how things go. You know, life sometimes gets in the way and things get the better of you. But I hope you all had a lovely Christmas. I hope you all had a really good new year. And I hope you are feeling motivated for January. But, you know, if you're not, don't you worry. I have just completed a whole season on how to set goals and all that jazz that you will need to know for New Year and how to set goals for, you know, being productive and actually getting those goals achieved rather than setting them way out of boundaries, which I used to do a lot of the time. But back into this podcast episode today, um, and I... As this is season two, the last episode I kind of just explained how I got diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic polycystic ovarian syndrome, and I dived a little deeper into my story and my symptoms and things like that. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about kind of what PCOS actually means to me and my understanding of it and my experience of kind of researching it looking at different studies and reading books on it. I'm still very much in the process of learning. I'm learning all the time. I'm still reading about it when I can. And it's something that is genuinely, continually to evolve. There's so much more studies on it now. Things are looking up for those girls with PCOS. So things are looking bright, fingers crossed. But yes, let's just dive straight in. So PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Now, the NHS guidelines for that is to be actually be diagnosed with PCOS, you need to have at least two of the three symptoms. So that's either you need to have high androgen levels, irregular periods, or actual cysts on your ovaries, which usually is diagnosed with like an ultrasound. And that is it. That's all that they will look for. You just have to have two out of three of them and they will diagnose you with PCOS. Now, PCOS is, as I said, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Syndrome being like the key word in that whole phrase. And syndrome is basically just a group of symptoms usually characterised together. So it's not a disorder, it's not a disease, it's not a lifelong condition that you kind of suffer with in, in a sense. Now, I do use the phrase, I suffer with PCOS, but I don't really know how else to explain it because as I said, it's a syndrome, it's not a disorder, it's not something like cancer, which you have to have treatment for. Now there is treatment for PCOS and there's lots of medications that some people get given and there's lots of herbal remedies that people take and things like that. But as I said, it's a syndrome. It's something that you just kind of have to learn to manage. And it actually affects one in 10 women. Now, the last time I checked, it was one in 10 women, but they that may have changed now. But that's quite a lot, isn't it? If you think about it, 
in say primary school if you go to an all girls primary school and there's 30 kids in that whole class at least a third of them children are gonna have PCOS it's not something that necessarily children are born with it's something that kind of develops over time and it's not actually hereditary I think I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm pretty sure I've read in a few places that it's not a hereditary um, syndrome because it's a syndrome and not a disorder. So like I said, it's not something that you need to cure. It's not, you know, it's not a disorder. Let me just like emphasise that. It's something that you really do just have to learn about, understand and just learn how to manage your symptoms because that's all it is. Once you've managed your symptoms, you've managed your PSOS and it's, Yes, so like I said, it's not inherited. I've literally just read some of my notes there and I've put not necessarily inherited, um, but it does actually seem to be quite common pattern within families. So you might find that if your mum suffered with, um, say, difficulty conceiving from irregular periods and she had hertism, which is the hair growth on the face and in, in male kind of patterns, that may be passed down but I think most of the time it is really just based on your environmental and hormonal balances. And you really just have to find the root cause to your symptoms, which is the cause of them hormonal imbalances. And the way it works in everyone is so, so different. And that's why I think it's so difficult to follow certain people on Instagram, um, that have PCOS because their PCOS and their PCOS symptoms may be very different to yours. There apparently are, there's classes like four types of PCOS. So there's insulin resistance, adrenal PCOS, hypothyroidism and inflammation. So we'll start with insulin resistance, which basically affects 34% of women with PCOS. It means that your body isn't, um, isn't reacting to insulin and it's resistant to the insulin that your body is producing, so then it will produce more. So, for example, when you eat a chocolate bar, the sugar in it, which is the glucose, will sit in your bloodstream for longer because your insulin is resistant to using that glucose, bringing it through that gate, through the key, and using it and storing it for energy. But with girls with PCOS, that glucose will stay in your blood for longer causing all kinds of hormonal crashes cravings so if you find that you get really really hangry sometimes excuse me if you find that you get really hangry sometimes that may be a cause of insulin if you get some sugar cravings after meals that might be because of the insulin so it's all just about kind of really getting in tune with the symptoms that you are having and the habits maybe that you have I used to find after every meal I really needed something sweet I really needed that chocolate bar I really needed that ice cream I really wanted like biscuits and things like that like that's what I craved um whereas now I've kind of got to the point where I'm managing my symptoms I don't crave that after dinner which is really really nice so yeah just you just kind of have to keep a keep a diary of how you're feeling and notice any patterns within your cravings habits and things like that the second one that I mentioned was adrenal PCOS. So this is majorly the stress hormone, which for me is high. <laughs> I work 12 hours, 
shift work, night shifts in a high level stress job. And naturally, yes, my body will have adapted to that stress, but it is still a high cortisol level. So this will affect things like lack of sleep, like not getting your seven hours. Eating at weird times can also affect this. But yeah, just take into consideration, try and really focus on meditation, yoga, things that you find relaxing, taking a bath, simple things like that. For me, like knowing that my house is clean, there's food in the fridge, I've had a bath, I've done my skincare, like for me that is super relaxing. <laughs> um, and any form of like movement and things like that I find um, really helps my body reduce that cortisol level, but mainly lower impact strength workouts rather than the high intensity impact workouts that I used to do. Hypothyroidism, thyroidism, God, that's a hard word to say. Um, so this basically just means that you will have a slower metabolism. The thyroid isn't working as efficiently. Um, and this can actually affect your mood. So this can give you low mood, depression, um, all them kind of anxiety feelings. So if that is something that you've noticed, definitely get your thyroid checked. Um, I think all girls with PCOS should get their thyroid checked anyway, as it is something that a lot of people struggle with. So do try and get your GP to check your thyroid um, if you are having blood tests and things like that and if they are checking for PCOS or just ask them to check it if you have noticed that your mood is lower. And the last one that I mentioned was inflammation. Um, this is another one that I really struggled with. Chronic IBS, chronic stomach sensitivities, knowing that if I have a coffee and a banana, my stomach is just going to be wild it's going to be super bloated i'm going to need to go to the toilet very very soon um naturally obviously coffee is a, a stimulant for that but to the point where i would not be able to have coffee at any point and it would make me really anxious as well but just kind of knowing that certain food groups would irritate my stomach as well so again this is all just about keeping a diary or just keeping a mental note keeping it on your phone thinking oh okay like i've had a really bloated stomach this evening i've had really bad like diarrhea sorry if that's tmi but you know and writing a note on your phone saying right this is what i had for dinner and these were the symptoms that i had and then the next time that that happens you can do the same thing write down the meal that you had write down the symptoms and if the symptoms are similar you might be able to pinpoint what was in both meals that may have kind of um irritated your stomach and caused your PCOS inflammation to suffer for me, this was something that dairy and gluten actually really helped me with. I reduced my dairy and gluten from about, when was it now? So it's January 2023. I think I reduced it in May 2022. So it's been a while now and I definitely noticed as soon as I cut it out, like I was so much more, un, I was so less inflamed it was actually ridiculous to the point where I lost inches around my stomach because I was so inflamed all the time. Literally, I just reduced gluten and dairy and wow, I'm like a whole new woman. But obviously that's not for everyone and I'm not recommending that you cut out gluten or dairy. But if you are having inflammation issues, it's definitely something to consider and read about and have a little research, have a little play around as well. Like try some gluten-free meals, try some dairy-free meals and see if you're still getting the same symptoms or if they do change and get better. It's always worth a try. 
So I will stop rambling from there. I feel like I've um I've been speaking for quite a long time and I don't want this one to be too long. I want it to be kind of short and sweet and less than 15 minutes, ideally. So that's kind of what I feel like PCOS is in a nutshell. I will repeat again, it is not a disorder, it is a syndrome. And once you learn to manage your symptoms, it does get better. So please, please, please do message me, either leave a comment on here or message me on Instagram at coachedby underscore V if you want to know more about PCOS, if they, if you want me to do a specific um, type of PCOS on my podcast, and whether you want me to kind of speak in more a little bit about meals and supplements, vitamins and all that jazz. But yes, yeah, so this was episode two of season two of 2023. I actually can't believe it's a new year. 2022 went so fast, but this is going to be a good year. I've got quite a lot to tell you about this year, which I'm so excited to tell you about. Um, I also have a self-care challenge coming to my Instagram in February, which is mainly just for them adrenal PCOS girls and just generally everyone that finds themselves a little bit stressed in the new year and feels that pressure of the January hit of everyone saying that you need to exercise five times a week and only eat a thousand calories. So yes, do check that out if you get a moment and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Do like, do subscribe and I will see you next time.